Welcome to Data Points, a podcast by InterSystems Learning Services. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast app. Links can be found at datapoints.intersystems.com. I'm Derek Robinson, and on today's episode, I'll chat with Ksenia Samahvalova, a user experience designer here at InterSystems, to talk about the user experience of InterSystems products. Welcome to episode 11 of Data Points by InterSystems Learning Services. On today's episode, as I mentioned in the intro, I'm joined by Ksenia Samahvalova. Ksenia is on the UX team here at InterSystems, and the conversation with her is an interesting one for a few reasons. First, it's a bit different than most episodes of Data Points, where we cover a feature area or technology concept and learn about how that feature is used. Here, we're talking about the approach to user experience around those products and technologies. All right, and welcome to the podcast, Ksenia. Ksenia, how's it going? Uh, hi, Derek. I'm great. How are you? Good, good. We're uh, glad to have you on the podcast for uh, a different topic, I think, than uh, a lot of times we cover features and like kind of the basics of like how to use it or, or understanding what it is. And I think today is a little bit of a different flavor. So um, definitely going to be an exciting conversation to have and to share with our learners. So let's jump right in. And first, tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at InterSystems. Absolutely. I am a user experience designer. And um, what I do is I help our development teams um, develop uh, applications that are easy to use and that solve our users' problems and pain points. And I also help our developers to learn and understand their users better and uh, uh, learn about the users' workflows, pain points, struggles, goals, that sort of thing. Nice, nice. And so I think that kind of gives a high level view of what you're doing. What about your team? You know, is this so is this kind of something that you run yourself? Do you have a team? And and if there's a team, kind of what is the approach and and what's kind of your main goal and focus as a team? Yes. So we now have a UX team at InterSystems. We are relatively new here. We've been around for about two years. It's not a big team, but we do cover the suite of uh, InterSystems products from track, care, and healthshare to data platforms. And I am uh, focusing data platforms right now. And yep. uh, we do this work of helping with uh, creating intuitive interfaces and yeah, learning about our users. Cool. And so uh, actually that your answer there is a good segue into the next question I was going to ask because you mentioned intuitive interfaces. So when we're talking about UX, UI stuff, um, people often jump straight to the graphical user interface, right? The, the, the flashy, the pretty, you know, in my head, it pops in like Google material design, things like that. Um, so is that really the, the main focus of what we're talking about? Or is there more to it when it comes to the intersystem specific approach to UX? That's a great question. So a lot of people, like you mentioned, think of the, the when they say UI, they think, GUIs. So we're talking the forms and the screens and the buttons and uh, people think about making things pretty um, and making colors nice. But a lot of what we do is also API work. And so we develop the APIs for our developer users. And those also need to be intuitive and easy to use. I think it's now becoming clear that you need to make the APIs also 
also streamlined for the users. So it's right, not right. no longer the, the case that it's cool and prestigious to know this obscure uh, language that is hard to use and you need to spend hours and months and years of your life figuring out. Now right. we have developers who just need to hit the ground running. So we've been working, for example, on, on making uh, IRS, first experience of IRS, easy to use and making it easy to just start going with IRS, start coding. So it's, it's, the usability of uh, API is becoming more and more important, I think. And this is what I've been working on in addition to working on the graphical user interfaces is API usability. Right. Yes, I think that's a good uh, way to look at it. And I think um, to tie this in with some of the other you know things we've covered on this podcast, I know that one topic that I've been involved in in InterSystems that I think crosses over into your area when you talk about testing the or really assessing and evaluating the usability of an API is integrated ML, right? One of the new features of, of InterSystems Iris. Can you talk a little bit about what your team has done in that area as far as like an example of working on the UX of an API versus a, a user interface? Right. So, yes, uh, we have worked on um, usability testing integrated ML API, and I'm happy to report that we were able to see that, indeed, that core API that we were hoping was intuitive and it was designed to be intuitive was, in fact, easy for users to understand. So they were able to, for example, read the code that they've never seen before and understand what the code was doing. And then they were able to use what they have figured out and apply it to a different problem, uh, different data, and be able to use the API. Um, we also found out by talking to them during these sessions that users really wanted to know a little more about what kind of model this cool integrated ML has come up with. Right. And so right. we are now working on exposing more of that information in the interface. And that's something you would learn from talking to people. And uh, it, yep. it was really it was really cool to observe people use this. And those were people who have never seen it before, but they were our target audience. So people who are right. SQL developers, but somebody who's not a machine learning expert but they're curious about machine learning because it's right. a cool thing now, and they didn't really help them in their work. Uh, so they were right. able to use this interface, and uh, that was really good to see. And I think that was one of the first times we've done that kind of work at InterSystem, which was right. also really cool. And actually, the team also was able to see the value of involving users early versus waiting for the feedback. One of the things that you find out is that if you wait for that feedback to come, sometimes you will never hear about usability issues. So users are not really forthcoming reporting usability issues. First of all, they're not experts on that, so they don't think about it. And secondly, they are reluctant to complain that they couldn't understand something because they tend to blame themselves and think, yeah, oh, yeah. should have read that documentation. I should have spent more time on it. And I think it's our job and my job as a UX designer to help them and come up with the with the interface that is intuitive to use so they don't have to spend their time right. reading something for hours trying to comprehend. 
it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, that, that's really interesting. And I think um, I think in the course of that answer, you sort of touched on another thing that I was going to be asking you. So I'll, I'll kind of roll two questions into one here, which is, you know, it sounds like the the way by which you get this information is these user tests, right? Like you you invite users to test something and and walk them through different parts of, of what you're really assessing and see how they view the usability. Um, so combined with, you can talk a little bit about that process, but also talk about the to the average person at InterSystems, right? You you know, a developer or a support engineer or a product manager, they might think that, you know, that they can just kind of do that testing themselves, right? Like I, I can look at this product and know whether this is usable or not. So talk a little bit about the process of bringing in users to test and then also why that's different than people who are embedded around the product all the time assessing it themselves. Right, absolutely. So the process... Uh, that we use to to see how usable this interface is. There are several different methods that we have in our toolbox. We can actually just heuristically evaluate the interface and assess it ourselves as user experience professionals. And this could also be done by somebody who is not a UX person, given a set of heuristics like, uh, you know, do we rely too much on some concepts that are not in the interface, for example. You can assess this, the interface uh, as an expert, but um, usability testing specifically is the technique where you invite a target, your target user in for a session and you give them a set of tasks and I ask them as a facilitator to please try to do these tasks using the interface. And we observe them trying to complete those tasks. And generally, we keep quiet. So we let them work. And we ask them to think aloud and tell us what they're thinking. So they might not be necessarily telling us, oh, this is hard to, to do, this is hard to use. But by observing them do it, you can infer that this was really painful, even if they literally say nothing about it. So you can see that they're struggling um, by just watching the work, which is a really invaluable thing and something that is hard to do otherwise because we are not being shipped with our products, right? So we can't we can be right. there and looking over somebody's shoulder as they use it for the first time or for the hundredth time and try to understand what they're thinking. So we approximate that by inviting them in early and asking them to do it. So, and for your second part of your question about us as uh, at interest systems, us developers, uh, parts of development team, can we do this assessment? So it's, it's a, Great question. I think specifically for um, interfaces that are targeted at developers, sometimes people think, well, I'm a developer too. Yes, I work here, but I know SQL and I should be able to, to assess how easy is this to use. So what I like to remind people, and this, this needs to get internalized and eventually it does, yeah. is that we are not the users. You can have the skills that the users have, maybe. So they know SQL, you know SQL, maybe you know it at the same level. But your goal as a developer at InterSystems is to develop the software that InterSystems sells, right? But the goal of our users is not that. 
their goal is to build their application. In our case, for data platforms, they could have their own users and customers. And so their goal is not to write software. Their goal is to solve their users' problems. And so that distinction in the goal and in the mindset is very important, it turns out, because we live and breathe our technology here. But our users might not, and that doesn't make them bad users or, uh, you know, they're not incompetent. They're very competent at what they're doing. But their goal is to not use our software day in, day out. Just like you and I don't show up to work every morning and think, oh, I'm going to use some some uh, mail client today. That will be fun. Right. You know, but we use it and we're proficient at it because we need to get our work done and that application helps us. So it's similar similar for us and uh, Iris and our technology. You know, our users have their own uh, problems to solve and we need to understand what they are. And they're different from our problems and pain points. So that right. understanding is really important. And being able to know what their struggles are or what they're trying to do um, yep. is something you really get by talking to them. And it could be used at, during usability tests, but there's also interviews that we do mm-hmm. uh, where we talk to people about what they're doing, what their use cases are. They can walk us through their workflow. Yep. It, they can show us in the tool what exactly they're doing, which is usually worth a thousand words. We can kind of walk the walk with them through their day to day life using our tools, and that's super valuable. Right? Yeah, that's interesting. I think, um, and so you you drew a lot of good comparisons about even with the same skill set, two different people have vastly different approaches and and main goals for using the software. And I think you you explained a lot about how what the process is for getting these users uh, feedback and everything. Now, for the people listening, how can they give their own feedback? How can they get involved in this process if they are an InterSystems user who has feedback about UX or would like to participate in these types of of research gathering um, studies and sessions and things like that? How can they learn more? Uh, Yes, uh, great question. So we are um, running these sessions uh, um, all the time now, which is really great. And in the description for this podcast, there's going to be a link to go and fill out a short survey so that we can get in touch with you when we are looking for people to interview and participate in those sessions. And yeah, like I said, uh, there is the usability sessions where we ask you to actually try something we're working on. We say it's usability testing or user testing, but one thing I can't stress enough, we wouldn't be testing you your abilities, your knowledge in any way, we would be testing the design of our software. So any and all feedback would be really valuable. It's nothing to be scared of. There's no grade. You can't fail. Um, (laughs) And it's fun. Um, And you get to see something that we're working on and talk to us. And uh, a lot of people, I think, have had fun doing that. We also are doing interviews. So that's another thing that that we have going on. So you can sign up uh, and we'll get in touch with you when we have an appropriate project. Also, if you're a member of our developer community, keep an eye out for uh, announcements that we post. We post it both in the developer community and uh, Global Masters. Sometimes there are challenges. 
and uh, you can sign up. Usually there's some kind of survey just trying to see kind of does your skill set match what we're looking for. But generally speaking, uh, there are lots of opportunities uh, to participate, and I hope you do because we really do want to hear from you, and nothing replaces talking to actual users. You know, we, we've we been um, thinking about this usability a lot, and uh, we can be the most powerful database on the market and be easy and intuitive to use. Those things are not mutually exclusive, so we can do it, and that's why UX team is now at InterSystems, and we're trying to make this happen. So. Absolutely. So hopefully people follow that link and, and give your feedback on that. So Cassinia, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much, Derek. It's been fun. Thanks again to Cassinia for joining us. What's interesting about this discussion to me is how it breaks into a new category of UX in my mind, beyond what we typically think of, which entails graphical interfaces and visual items. InterSystems products don't always have a lot of graphical user interfaces, and it's not really necessarily an end-user consumer product. It's mostly used by developers building applications for their clients, and so the user experience is much different than what we often think of with user experiences for web design or mobile apps or different end-user products. So I thought it was interesting, and as Cassinia mentioned, you can follow the links in the podcast description to get involved in the UX process yourself and have your voice heard by the UX team. So that'll do it for episode 11. We'll see you next time on Data Points. Data Points.